you have to understand your customers, but what's proprietary in the value that that brand has. It's not just about their story, but about how that story resonates with the buyer. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the High Level Spotlight Sessions, where we showcase awesome marketers doing awesome marketing. Today, I am joined by Ryan Hardigan. He is the CEO of Turnover Technologies, who bring transparency to the automotive industry. <clears throat> Excuse me, Ryan, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to chat with you because I have personally never done any marketing in the automotive space, but I feel like it's a really good industry with one major challenge, right? So I can see how it's very appealing because cars cost a lot of money. And if you can help yeah. people sell them, there's probably good margin in there uh, so that people would have room to pay an agency for services. But I think from what I know, they all basically use sort of the same outdated system to catalog and access information about their cars. Is that correct? Uh, a lot of the CRMs on the market are really outdated um, and hard to use. Uh, and they also, you know, they have outdated systems for managing their inventory, but they do need systems to manage the inventory and they do need kind of systems to manage their financing. But right now, um, every dealer I've worked with, because I've done sales a lot, um, the systems we use are dinosaurs. Um, high level is a lot more powerful than what's on the market right now. Uh, and it really changes people's perspective on what a CRM can do when they see the power of high level. Yeah. And so I feel like for a lot of agencies, it's like a non-starter, right? Like I've worked with people who've worked in the automotive space and it's, it, from what I recall, it's a very hard initial hurdle to get over because it's like they didn't even want to talk to you if it wasn't all about hey these systems that we use and we're stuck with right like don't even try to like sell me on all this other stuff yeah. you have to work within the boundaries of these systems that we're stuck with and honestly i think my experience and i think it's preferable for a lot of the agencies that would be watching this is it's easy to get a foot in the door from the agency side and then transition them to the crm because they're going to trust you if you get the campaign set up properly um, so when it comes to campaigns, we do a little bit differently. So my recommendation on for what an agency does is they go to local dealers. It's preferable to start with dealers in your region because right now in the automotive industry, what customers want is transparency. So they want to see their dealers. And there's a lot of lead generators and agencies running campaigns that don't show the dealer. Um, and so as soon as you go in there and go to a local dealer and find some photos of the team, find some authentic kind of things you can share with an ad that would show the people, those campaigns really outperform. And that's what we've always done is uh, I initially start by trying to figure out what they already have on their Instagram or Facebook that would show the people there. Um, mm -hmm. And if they're local, I will go into the dealership and I will take photos myself or bring a videographer in there to take the photos. And, and honestly, photos really perform. You don't really need high-end videos or, or walk-arounds or anything, you can get these campaigns set up as long as you can like build authenticity and trust in the dealership. And so if you can do that, they'll start winning in the local market. And then it's going to be a lot easier to close them on, on a CRM because they already trust you um, and they know what you can bring to the table. That's preferable. Um, if you want to package your services, you could also do that. So you could package your agency services and package the CRM as well. I think that would be a very powerful offering. Uh, but that's been my experience with getting getting the campaign set up for them. And closing the dealers is actually not that difficult. Um, obviously, it's sales, so you have to overcome maybe some fears around 
outreach and stuff, but it's, it's pretty easy to walk into a dealership, especially if it's a smaller dealership, which is probably preferable to start with. It's really easy to walk in there and get a meeting booked um, with management. And it's really easy to walk in there and kind of chat with some of the people about what's going on. Uh, everyone's excited at the potential of getting uh, new lead opportunities or new agency opportunities. And the truth of the matter is that the dealers are constantly testing new things. So uh, for them to test you is, uh, is pretty easy. And if you actually do the campaigns properly so that they're winning, um, then they're not going to be on your back. At the beginning, the hardest part is just getting the campaign set up making sure that they're working. But if you set them up properly um, and they're working and, and they're they're managing those leads properly, they're not gonna be on your back because they're gonna have so many leads to work that they're just gonna be super happy uh, with what you did for them. And they're gonna just pay you every month consistently for that. Um, and I think that's, they kind of work hand in hand. So if you can get the constant leads into their, into their system and you've got a powerful CRM backing it, um, that's exactly what they need. Yeah, you brought up some good points there. And thinking back, like, dealerships are very local, right? It's interesting that they're all, they all sell these huge name brands of vehicles, but the process of selling them is usually pretty localized. Like I, like when I think Toyota, I think Thompson Toyota, there was a Thompson Toyota dealership in my hometown and I heard them on the radio as I grew up and all this kind of stuff. And it's always like these family owned local dealerships, which creates a lot of great opportunity for marketing to tell, you know, family stories and personal stories and, you know, connect them with the community, which I think is, like you said, that is pretty easy marketing to do, pretty powerful marketing to do. But the other thing I love about the automotive industry is you can get fantastic assets from the deal or from the the manufacturers, right? So like if especially yeah. if they're brand new cars, you can get amazing pictures off of the manufacturers that you can use into your marketing. Yeah. And uh, I'll share a looks- secret here about how we do the ads. Uh, we have a specific kind of methodology around how I run the ads and sales. It's called the illumination method. Um, but what we usually do is we start by building brand. So we want buy-in of the dealer brand as a proprietary brand because we don't want the dealer to turn into a commodity and we don't want them to shop. We don't want them shopping for vehicles up front. We want them bought into the dealer brand and buying through them. Then what we do with all of our retargeting, all the page likes, all the people engaged in any way, we share with them all of the vehicle ads, all of the direct to sale campaigns. So we get buy-in in the brand before we actually drive direct to the sale. And it really helps with, well, helps with lead costs and it really helps with the close rate of those leads. Wow, that's really interesting. And I feel like you could apply that to a lot of industries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Any sort of family community type of business, I feel like that's a great strategy is sell yeah. them on the story of the brand first and then go into whatever it is yeah. you're trying to sell. Yeah, and the key I think to recognize around selling them on the story of the brand is the proprietary value. So you have to understand your customers, but what's proprietary in the value that that brand has? It's not just about their story, but about how that story resonates with the buyer. What does the buyer have that would that they would share with the dealership so that when they hear the story, they realize, oh, this dealership is specifically set up. They're the only, I always say, they're the only people that can actually uniquely solve my problem. If you can have your buyer believe that, then you've got dealer buy-in or what I call mechanism buy-in, but in this case, it's the dealership, the dealer buy-in, and then you can close them into a, into a sales opportunity pretty easily. Do you have any examples you can rattle off the top of your head? Like I'm thinking if I'm the closest dealer to the center of town, I'm talking about that. You don't have to drive two hours to go look at cars. Got, I'm right around the stuff I've, got like- this, uh, I've got this whiteboard up here that goes over my method, but um, on that part of the method, which is what is called mechanism certainty of dealer certainty, 
there's different examples here. So what we want to focus on is like a proprietary system or solution or value that the dealership has. So some example would be like, this is a specific process we have to find the exact vehicle you're looking for. This is the process we have at the dealership. So uh, this is how we deal with applications. We, we do this, we waterfall the applications or whatever it is. This is how we select the vehicle for you. So going over these processes, this is our specific knowledge and finance ex experience. So this is why we can get the best approval for you. This is why we have more lenders because we're part of a dealer group and we're not part of a, a smaller, like, so everyone has a unique benefit. So if they're part of a dealer group, they're gonna have more lenders. If they're a smaller used car dealership, they might've been in subprime finance for 20 years. They might have more experience or they might have a direct relationship with the finance manager. So it's really about figuring out what is unique about that dealership and then talking about that when we build the dealer brand. Because what is unique about the dealership is actually gonna be what kind of customers the dealership will be able to sell. They're, they're one in the same, right? It's like a mirror effect. Mm, that makes a lot of sense. I like that. So let's talk about what you've done that's unique and proprietary. <laughs> so you yeah. have taken high level and connected it somehow with, with some of these outdated systems, right? Yeah, so right now, um, it's a little bit difficult to just sell high level to dealers because it doesn't have some of the components that the dealership requires um, and some of the components that the other CRMs have. So actually from the very beginning of me getting into the automotive industry, I had a vision of building a software technology and we were always looking for a CRM to build on top of. Um, we were using Active Campaign initially and then as soon as I discovered high level, I was like, oh, this is a no brainer and a perfect opportunity for us. And we had already built an inventory management system or the basis of one, and we kept building it out. So now we have this system that sits on top of high level. And what that system allows us to do is it takes all the inventory that the dealership has, it automatically takes the inventory. If they need to add new inventory, they can add it by the VIN number. And so it'll populate that vehicle for them. And then they can sort that inventory based on what kind of vehicle it is, based on specific things that the dealership will be interested in, like days in stock, like how long the vehicle has been on the lot for. All of these things go into uh, which vehicle the dealership wants to focus on in the market and kind of which vehicle a dealership might want to present to a customer during the sales process. And so they can manage all their inventory from here. And then what makes this system very powerful is that they can actually take vehicles and structure deals with them. So the interesting thing about the automotive industry is different dealerships have different sales processes. So if you go to a used car dealership, they'll, what, they'll do what's called a front to back usually. Um, and sometimes they call it cradle to the grave. You're, you're born with the customer, you end the deal with the customer. So it's one salesperson the whole time. Uh, so they do the rapport, they do the walk around, they do the credit application, they do the finance, they shake the deal and sign the documents. Um, but a lot of new car dealers, um, they will do uh, a lot more systematic. So they'll have a sales rep, they'll have a desk manager who does some deal structuring, and then they'll have a finance manager, and then they'll have management over the, those reps. So it's kind of a more fine-tuned system. So we built uh, our technology so that it would integrate with whatever system the dealership has set up. So what the dealership can do during the sale is they can pick the inventory items they wanna share with the customers, and then they can structure deals with them. So I can show the customer exactly what I want to show them at different parts of the sale. So if I'm at a new car dealer, the sales rep could show them maybe just the customer or maybe just the vehicle with no pricing. Um, and then maybe at the desk, I could show them again that vehicle and maybe now they have uh, biweekly payments on it. And then I could go to the finance office and I could share again, but now it has a warranty on it and the biweekly has changed. 
So that's kind of what our system allows you to do is it allows them to very easily change things ongoing. Um, and for someone who's doing cradle to the grave, which uh, that's been my experience. I started in subprime. I started in these smaller used car lots. Um, with cradle to the grave, it makes it extremely easy because we can take, usually the process that happens there is we take the credit application. I'm, I'm really good at the sale, by the way. I train, I train a lot of my dealers on how to do the sales process. Um, we, take the, we take the application of the customer um, and then we do the approval and then we find a vehicle that fits based on their approval. Um, and so what this system allows us to do is we can find the vehicle in our system and then basically show them all of the um, payments and the different pricing of the warranties and stuff very easily. We just type it in and we share it as a dynamic link. And because it's integrated in high level, it creates this dynamic link that we can just copy and paste to the, to the uh, buyer. And then they can click the link and they can see what we've given them for payments. Cause what we want to get is buy-in on the vehicle and buy-in on the payment. So if they can go to that site and see the vehicles and see their payments, the specific ones we've set up for them, uh, then we have buy-in for them to kind of move to um, the test drive and signing the documents, right? So that's kind of what we want to do with the system is build the buy-in. And then what we're going to be moving the system towards is um, managing even more of the sale. So one thing we've been building the last month is a full credit app side um, on to high level. So right now you can see um, the full credit app of a customer. So you can actually attach co-signers. It's really cool. Wait, before we get into the credit part, sure. I would love yeah. to see, could you show us an example of oh, yeah, like, yeah. the dynamic well, on link? My, on my, uh, on my um, desktop here, one sec. So the way the dynamic link works is that we kind of spit out, we go through the process and it spits out this, this link. It generates a link for us. And then we share that link through the chat. So I'm just going into, or let me just share here. Let me just share this screen with you. I remember um, seeing this before when we taught, when we connected a while ago and it was pretty cool. And I, I, again, I'm not experienced in the automotive industry, but I could see the challenge and the fact that you can quickly spin up a link that shows. Please. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. So I won't walk through the live experience. If anyone wants to book a demo, I'll share how afterwards, but you can kind of see here. So, Here's the inventory management system. So, and this is going to fill in with the actual vehicle options, right? Um, so then they can sort by price. They can sort by, um, by the days in stock and they can click in here and change anything, add new photos. A lot of these photos dynamically come in because they're already going to be on the web provider system that the dealership has. So most of this is just automatically done for them. Here's the deal structure system. So basically when you select the vehicles that you want to share with the customer, we can kind of come in here and select exactly what we want. So we can say, oh, we want to show this warranty. We can add different kinds of warranties. So we can add multiple warranties. Uh, we can give them the term of the loan. So that's usually in months. So 48 months, for instance, um, add the interest rate, add the down payment. We can select what we want to show and what we don't want to show here. And then we click this save button. It will save the selection. And then we go down here, it says generate dynamic link. So the way this works is that you click this button and it generates a link. And then that link, we basically have this link that we can copy. It, this, this is an iframe that sits on top of high level. So this closes and now we have a link copy to our browser. We go back into the chat and we just uh, paste that to the chat. And then this is what the customer sees. So now the customer clicks over and they can see this would be their three options. And they've clicked into one of them and they see you know, the payments for that vehicle. Uh, description. We have this automatically filled out for every vehicle, but the dealer can change it. 
Um, and then the warranties and, and any of the things that they wanted to share with the customer there. So this is the system right now. It makes it very easy. This is going to become even more expansive, uh, a full desking system, meaning um, you'll be able to kind of structure it internally in the system. And then this is going to become even more expansive because this is going to let them uh, select different warranty packages. And we're thinking about doing a lot of other cool stuff with this. Um, document signatures and actually doing bills of sale and stuff is where we're trying to get with this. And so then wait, before here, you move forward, that, yeah. pro that process, if you go up one more section where they're configuring everything, you guys are iframing this into high level. So they feel like they're in one system. Yeah, doing all it feels of this, like right? it's the same. That's what I was sharing with you. Um, I, they basically click the button on the sidebar and it pops up here mm -hmm. and, uh, it feels the same experience as high level. So it feels like it's a part of the high level system. Yeah, um, I love that, that's awesome. Yeah, it's super cool, it's super powerful. Um, and then also, I don't think you saw this from the last chat. I don't know no. if I shared this with you, but this also sits in high level. So this is, you know, we click uh, into, this is called customer overview. So we can click into a customer overview and here we've got the credit application of that customer and then there's the cosign. So there's a cosigner piece here. And the way that the cosigner piece works is that you can select the actual another contact in the system and attach them together. So it lets you search all the previous contacts in high level and then you connect them together. So honestly, this is actually powerful for anyone who's in a finance related niche. Um, but it's very important for, for the dealerships because oftentimes what happens is we get we get a, a credit application, then we go to get the approval and we can't get the approval. So we have to go back to get the cosigner. And usually if you're good at the sales process, you ask them in the sale if they have a cosigner. So it's, and then also we're going to sometimes be talking to the cosigner separately. So we may have to message the cosigner and get buy-in from both people. So that's what makes this really powerful is now we can have, we can attach a cosigner and it's a different chat in a high level. So we can talk to the cosigners on a different chat and make no, sure. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> this, that, what you're describing is, is by no means like an overwhelming demand of our community, but there is definitely a segment of our community who is like dying for that to be able to two, tie two contacts together yeah. in some way. Do you want those types of people reaching out to you? Can you help them? Oh, yeah, or? for sure. If you if you find this interesting, yeah, for sure. Um, fill out a form too and let me know um, when even I reach out to you. Even if they're not in the automotive me. space. Yeah, even if you're not. Because okay. because the other thing here is that, so we're, we're spinning things off. So like we might spin this off because uh, the other thing here is our reporting dashboard. So we've built a full reporting dashboard and that's just because the dealers required it. And now we've spun it off into a separate thing. So this is basically the reason we built a separate reporting dashboard is because the dealers require the ability to see return on investment of leads that aren't directly from ads. So they're going to be buying leads from third party lead sources and we need to have them add the lead cost. in. So this system basically lets them add in the lead costs on a specific period. It either assigns it or calculates it. So then they can get return on investment and revenue and one percentage deals from every kind of thing in the, every part of the sales process. So it shows them each pipeline stage. It shows them the pipe percentage converted. 
it shows the sales rep name and up here it shows the source the source name so this is something we built internally for our dealers and then we spun it off so that's why but again you it, want people that are seeing this that work with clients in industries where they're buying lead lists yeah if regardless you of the industry yeah. they could reach out to you to have exactly. reporting that ties that in as well yeah, this is already set up. So this account, this this is already the back end of this is already set up. Set up, and we already have a we already have we have a community with like two hundred members in it for this right now already, um, and we have about thirty five users in this right now. Um, we haven't been hard selling it because we're we're building a source management system into high level as well, so that we can kind of manage the sources and 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 make sure that there's no mess of the data here. Um, but this has become its own beast. So if you wanted to go in here, um, there's a sales data dashboard community you can join on Facebook, and then you can sign up here. You could give you like a free login and you can add one of the accounts. It's actually a pretty cheap solution um, right now. And uh, so, yeah, that's kind of what's going on is we've spun, we've spun these different things off based on what, uh, what customers needed based on what we thought people would want so if, if nice. this is something that if this is something that high level community wants and i'm sure it is um it's only a matter of time before it's almost like a it's like we ha almost have to spin it off if that's what the right. community wants right so let me ask you something and um yeah there we go so i love the, a common uh, theme, I would say, through a lot of the guests that I've interviewed who are really good at selling, talk about differentiate, differentiating yourself, your agency from your competitors to the point where customers can look at you and say, oh, I don't want to work with you because it's so clear who you service, right? And I'm not yeah. one of them. And you, when you said cradle to grave, I thought, wow, that's like a really distinct thing to target. So if I'm listening to this and I'm a young agency entrepreneur and I'm not sure which niche I want to go after, I feel like what you've done with that integration, but also your knowledge of certain things like that, make it really interesting. So like from what I heard from you, I feel like if I learned from you, I could walk into any eight or any dealership and say, do you guys do cradle to grave sales yeah, or, or like something here? If you, and if, if you, they you said, said yes, it, it would be like, we have to talk, right? Like, because I feel like that would be an immediate match of like, whoa, here's a marketer that knows this term. Or, knows you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> and that's been very uh, good for me because I've, uh, I can relate to the dealers on the sale and understanding stuff. And um, it's been hard to, it's been hard to train them on sales where they like, what do you know? You haven't done sales for as long as me. And then they listen to me and they start closing their deals. But um, that's been a bit of a pushback. But at the beginning, if you're a marketer and you know the industry a little bit, it's going to completely change the conversation. If you go in, like, if you go in and mention cradle to the grave, like industry lingo, they're going to be really uh, interested, I think, in a different way, right? Yeah. And I feel like yeah. if they say yes, you immediately know how to talk to them. If they say no, we do it. I forget what you said, the more modern way you'd say, okay, great. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So people that are watching this that are one, I can see people that are already doing marketing in the automotive industry, reaching out to you about the integration that you've built. But what about people that want to learn from you? Do you, do you teach people how to market in this industry? Do you want yeah. to teach people? 
Yeah. So that's where we're that's where we're heading with this. Um, we're honestly, this was almost like a, it was a big choice of ours because we have our own CRM, we have our own dealers on high level. So it was a decision of ours: do we start selling to the community, um, or do we kind of grow our CRM, or, or like what do we do here? And I think it was, you know, I sat with it for a bit, and uh, I know Sean was really interested in the inventory stuff. And I just think uh, sometimes you just have to kind of, um, you know, swallow your pride and just do the right thing. And so uh, I thought it was the right thing for the company and the right thing for the community. Um, and so thinking about that, I realized, you know, okay, I have to go to the next step here because the way I think about business is you have to serve your customers and just make sure they get results. So I realized, you know, the only way this makes sense is if we develop a community and then kind of give back to the agencies and help them with managing their clients and selling to the client. So that is what we're doing now. So we actually have a, I started a Facebook page. Um, we're doing demos of this going into next week. So all of our dealer clients are currently using the system, but we're, we're going to be selling this to agencies going into next week. And I have a lot of different agencies already in automotive that are interested in this. Um, and then we're going to be bringing people into a community and I'm going to be doing weekly group coaching sessions in the community and helping people with uh, managing their dealers and selling dealers and also even managing the ad campaigns and make sure those dealers are happy. Um, I think it's just the logical next step to make sure that the, make sure that everybody's winning. Cause if we're not doing that for the agencies, then we can't guarantee that those agencies will keep their clients and then we suffer as well. So it just makes, yeah. it only makes sense for us to take that step and start really servicing the agency clients. And what are the, the legacy systems that you integrate with so that if people are watching and wondering, oh, I wonder if it integrates with the ones that most of our customers use, is um, it a lot of them? Is it like a handful? So it basically re it replaces a lot of their systems. So okay. um, we, have a, we have a certain way and we may, we may spin this off. I, know, I haven't talked to the devs about how we're going to make this, uh, how we're going to give this to our agencies. But we have a, a, a lead uh, email for each dealer because that's actually really important for the industry is that all of their lead providers are going to send leads into them uh, by email. So all the CRMs in the market have like a, a webhook URL or an email. And we give all of our dealers an email and then they, they have lead providers, which would be like Auto Trader, Kijiji Auto, Facebook Marketplace, and all of these different parties will send information into uh, the CRMs through something called ADF format, which is auto data format. Um, it's just a spinoff of XML. And so we have this leads email that we give to the dealers and then we share it with their providers. So the providers send to the leads email on that dealership and then it populates into the account. So that's one of the ways we integrate with all of the different inbound lead sources. We are working on outbound integration on the vehicle side so we are looking at pushing the inventory. I have to get, um, I know head of automotive at Facebook, but I have to get a little buy-in from him. Maybe I'll share him this, share this video and say, hey, let's get, can we get the marketplace integration? So that's what I think is next step for us is to push the inventory direct to marketplace and become partners on Facebook. Um, oh, wow. And then also the same thing we'd be, we could be able to do the same thing with Kijiji Auto and um, with AutoTrader and all of the other partners that we'd be able to push inventory to. So that's a lot of the kind of inventory integrations. There's also lender integrations, which we've thought quite a bit about how to do that. I won't talk about that here because it's still kind of in the works, 
Um, and then the other thing is um, integrations on the credit side. So we're still working on that. There's a lot of things I have planned out for this company on integrating with certain providers in the industry that helps us with getting the approval, uh, certain providers that would be able to give us the credit bureaus in the CRM. So there's a lot of cool stuff we have. Um, we have a provider right now um, that pulls the inventory automatically. So a data provider that will pull inventory automatically from the dealers. So there's a, there's a bunch of different things. Um, our focus is just on what's best for the dealers next, right? And then that's kind of what we're working towards. Um, obviously, the more people we can get in here and the more people we can help, the faster we can build because that lets us kind of put that money towards our team um, and keep building what we need to build here. So that's kind of, that's probably a lot to take in, but that's kind of all the different things I'm thinking about as I'm building this. No, it's pretty exciting. I can see how people in the automotive space will go nuts over this. So it sounds yeah. like you guys have done some incredible things and the way you've integrated it um, with high level and how you're iframing it in. So it all feels like one experience. It's pretty awesome. So yeah, Ryan, if, if people are interested in reaching out to you, should they go to turnovertechnologies.com? Yeah, turnovertechnologies.com. If you go to turnover tech or turnover technology, it'll redirect to the same page. So if you forget the exact phrasing, you'll find it. So turnovertechnologies.com. That'll show you, uh, that'll bring you to a page where you can see the agency solution. So you can click over to the agency solution and see what we're doing on the inventory side. And you can fill out a form there to chat with us. Initially, we're going to be doing demos with people. I want to be directly with the clients so that we can make sure it works for them. So uh, that's why we're going uh, direct to kind of a call like that, because I want that depth of integration or depth of relationship. So that's the turnover agencies there. Sales data dashboard will be on that page. So if you're interested in that, you can join the sales data dashboard community. And you can also click over to the sales data dashboard page from the turnover technology site and see more about that. And then um, the turnover CRM site itself is there. So you can kind of see what we've been doing and how we've been selling the CRM to our clients if, it, if you so wish to, to see it. It doesn't mention high level anywhere on the site. It says agencies and stuff because um, eventually I think our clients will probably see the site. Um, it's not going to be a secret eventually, right? But um, but it doesn't mention high level, just knowing like if, if someone goes to this and they're like, why isn't it mentioned high level anywhere? That's why. But you can go to the agency side and you can see everything that it does and fill out a form and then we'll touch base there and go from there. Cool. Well, Ryan, thanks so much for coming on and showing us what you guys are up to. Awesome. I appreciate it, Chase. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We'll see you in the next one.